What's up, guys? Welcome back to Average Takes. Your Holy favorite fuck. podcast. Let's get it. Craig Kimball's a Padre again. Let's Holy go. Holy moly. I hope. I hope. <laughs> I hope. Alert, alert. There is a lot we're of breaking, crazy. We're breaking the news for you. A lot of crazy things that are going on in the baseball world. Let's get it started with the actual trade that really happened. Adam Frazier, all-star second baseman to the Padres with $1.4 million. Called it. You guys tune into the radio podcast. For who? Uh, For Adam Frazier. Pita Marciano, Jack Jack Swinski, (laughs) and Michael Mariano or something like that. Never heard of those guys. I've heard of Tuca. He's been on the big league team. Seen Didn't Tuca do much. Before. Seen him. But honestly, to get this high caliber of a player, and we're giving up three minor leaguers, one guy who's an actual prospect in our system, like a ranked prospect, the other two guys, no idea, never heard of them. And A.J. Preller does it again. Adam Frazier, all-star. The Padres have an all-star infield now. All-star well, yeah. infield. That's gravy. If they didn't already have one. Shit. I mean, three of them were going in. Someone's going to make an error, and Padres Twitter is just going to rip them a new one. <laughs> yeah, they're all all-stars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're kind of Padre Twitter haters. But I love what we're hearing. We're, we're getting leaks right now. Shenny mentioned it to begin the podcast that Craig Kimbrell might – Join the pods again. I know he didn't like his first time around, but this was like it this time because we're winning. Yeah, this is now a team that's totally different. Will Myers is the only one left from that era, Um, and it's full of winners, full of guys who compete. And I am stoked for the future of this team. I know this trade deadline is just getting started, but we added an all star. Frazier is getting deeper into the numbers, batting a 324, 388, 348, four bombs, yeah. 28 doubles. Crazy. Uh huh. Let me repeat that 28, 28 doubles. doubles. Wow. That's 10 more than your favorite player, Fernando. Wow. <laughs> your favorite player. 125 hits leads all. All of baseball. And he's on the Padres now. Welcome. That's gravy. For nobodies. We just stole him from the Pirates, too. And the extra year. We get him next year, too. Now, let me ask you. Where is he playing? Second base. Right field. Corner outfield. Second base. Left field. Right Right field. field. Wherever. Wherever we need him to play. He's He's definitely going to be. Super utility. Yes, super utility man. And yeah. And I think that's a common theme for this Padres team right now is we have a super bunch of utility. utility. Man. We have a bunch of super utility guys. And yeah. honestly, it works. You know, if this guy's hot and he can play a certain position, might as well keep him in. You know, there's no reason for him to be sitting on the bench. You're just trying to win games right now. It doesn't matter if he runs. Doesn't all matter how much they get paid. Runs. Doesn't matter about anything about that. Yep. We're just trying to win ball games. And if this guy can help us win ball games, which he for sure is going to help us win ball games. He's going to be in the lineup. That's yes, that's what's going to be great about this. That's the bottom line. He's a lefty, throws right-handed. He is a stud, and I am so excited for this because we're getting 
the best second baseman right now in the league. Yeah, he started over Jake Cronenworth in the All Star game, and so we're moving not, Jake to first. And he's not yeah, no was... Joe Schmo. Like maybe for a couple games, yeah, but Hosmer will still be here. <laughs> don't worry, we got other plans for this guy now. Dude, you gotta come to life with it sooner or later. <laughs> Oh, you got to no, come no. to realization that that guy's going to be right in the bench. Here. If we're talking about the lineup, different roles. I mean, it's definitely going to be different every night. We know how Tingler likes to move it around a lot. We're not going to put Hosmer on the bench forever. Hosmer's coming off his best career month. He's actually doing better than Will Myers is right now. And so I think that this, this guy joining our team is going to make it to where no one is going to be tired anymore. We're having so we players play in right field until yeah. Osmer slumps again. You know, it's just going to be it's going to be different every day. It Hosmer and Will Myers I think are going to get the bulk of the rest days as of right now. They are the two guys who I think are hurting this team more than helping currently. I know Haas is hot right now, but over the whole season is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, their career numbers are are higher than what they should be doing. I mean, Will's right around career stat-wise, but Hosmer's having a down season. We were expecting a lot more out of him, and I think this move is showing that we believe in Jake and Jake's ability at first, his defense, and we're going to move on from Hosmer's everyday role, Will Myers' everyday role. And we've been kind of seeing as of late. I mean, Profar started a couple games this series, I felt like. Seen what? Are we good? No, I... Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Bob, but we need more. I know I already guessed the first pick my boy AJ Preller got for us, but we need more, and I think we need a pitcher or something. You Darvish had a rough outing today, it's five innings, six Ks, only only six, but with five hits. Um, I don't know. We need more. We need Max Scherzer or something. I, I think Trevor wanted Richard Rodriguez. I wanted him too, but that's just – I don't know. He had a nice save for the Pirates the other day. But. Definitely. I think I agree. We do need more in that, that aspect. Pitching is going to carry us deep into playoffs. And the guys we have now, I'm not too sure how deep we can get right now. You know, like I'm not, I'm confident. I'm confident we'll get there, but I don't know how far we'll make a run with the guys we have now. And they're pitching right now, you know, currently. Yeah. Ryan Reddish so, came back, had a nice uh, five innings the other day. Had a home run, but we still need more. We yeah, need that, more. that home run was pretty cool. Yeah. Deep center, that big stadium. Guy can swing it. <laughs> yeah, he's a great hitter in high school. Um, he's only like, a year out. Yeah, <laughs> like you were saying, Roman Moore. Um, obviously that's the case. We got Kimbrel in the news, maybe, maybe tonight, tomorrow. Who knows yeah. if that actually happens. Um, Richard Rodriguez would be a good add. You know, Jose Barrios from the Twins. Yeah. I think that would be cool. There's a lot more names out there, and I don't think Preller's done by any means, but no chance. by way no. of that, I don't think 
we add another bat unless we subtract one of two Eric Osmer or Will Myers. Yeah. yeah I think I think that's so. tough coming from even the AJ Preller standpoint. Like these are the guys that yeah. built they built you, you know, they you built with them, you know, they're your main dudes and it's it'd be so tough to see them go at this deadline, but uh, at the same time if it's for the, the better, better of the, the team, team then we're we're riding the wave. You know? It yeah for real like I'm gonna stick with the pods obviously yeah. but if it's like if it's a like it has to be a crazy trade you know I don't want them to those give are up both for something give up for nothing you know yeah I, those are both two names that are held in pretty high regard here in San Diego so yeah, facts, facts. I would not want them to see for some no Joe Schmo prospect and uh, average starting pitcher like there better be a name on the the other end of that trade but. I don't see them going, but I also um, – we need pitching bad, bad. So I think a trade for a starting pitcher this within this week, you know, maybe even tonight. It's coming close. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Um, AJ's I just, finishing up the deals. I can't see AJ going – finishing this deadline without making a move for a starting pitcher of any kind. Like, it doesn't have to be a prospect – I mean, a big-time name or – just depth, you know, and that's yep. that's what he, I feel like he's trying to create a empire of depth that can just play anywhere, anytime. Yeah, I agree. But when it comes to playoffs, you know, a lot of teams only go three man rotation, mm-hmm. and our our big three when on any given night are good. Yeah, but I sure. I would love to add a max. I would love to add. Another name, you know, um, Casillo from the Reds, Luis yeah. Casillo. He's really good. I know his name's been rumored out there. I I don't know if we're going to go big bullpen, big name rotation, but we definitely need pitching. This pitching's been our problem all year, it seems like, for the last two months. I, I won't say all year. I said the last two months – our pitching's been a problem because we were doing really well, but it seems like as of late, it, the games are lost because of bullpen and maybe because we're using them too much. We just need more depth, like you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I'm going to be shocked for who AJ Preller gets, anyways. Like, it's always shocking for who he gets and what he gives up to get that type of player. So I can't wait. I I really wouldn't be surprised if it's Kimbrell and Davies. Davies did really, really well, really, really well for us last year. And he's an innings guy. That's what I was going to bring up. Davies is a hometown, not a hometown boy, but he's well-liked. He's well-liked after his performance last year, you know. And I think that he was – he was missed when they did this deal. Like, I know you was a huge name, but I feel like us Padre fans were like, wow, we just – he just had an awesome 60 games. I know he got roughed up a little in playoffs, but yeah, he he was really good for us. Yeah. It'd be nice to get both those pitchers back. Well, and I and also think, which AJ is definitely taking into consideration, is veteran status, you know, playoff experience, how experienced is the player that we're going to receive. I don't think Adam Frazier has been to the playoffs cause, because he's on the Pirates. But for a, a high leverage situation as the closer, the closer role is, like I'm obviously not mad at all if we get Kimbrel because he's having an awesome year and 
he's definitely found whatever he had its back. So if we can bring him back to San Diego, he's experienced in every situation you can possibly throw at him. Um, so that would be gravy, honestly. Yeah, his background is probably the best closer background in in the league right now. I mean, I know Chapman's up there, but he started out the gate with, with the Braves in Atlanta so good. Came to the Padres, was flipped quick, was really good for Boston, helped them win a championship, was really good. And then goes to the Cubs. And, you know, I think he he's one of those guys who didn't really do well in the 60-game season. And I know it's not that much to work with, only 60 games. Yeah. We just had the reunion um, a couple days ago that the season started. I got all the memories and stuff. And it's awesome to see how far it's gotten. But with Kimbrel, I I really like him. He's having a great year, and I think that's a trade that we have to look to make. I think that's the arm that I want in the bullpen, the flamethrower, dirty stuff. Bring him back. Let all those fans wear those blue Kimbrel jerseys in the stands. And those the ones that didn't burn them. Yeah. I mean, I know he wanted out last time, but like we said earlier, this is a different team. You know, we have have different guys that are studs now. You know, Tatis, Machado weren't things back then, weren't even yeah. created in the mind of Preller yet. So I would just love to see him, and I think he would have a blast on this team. Yeah, and that's also the most exciting part is – um guys who come to San Diego want to be here. They want to play for this team because they know this team's going to be competitive. We just got a little notification that Roman's power went out, so we're going to keep rolling with the podcast and uh, okay. you can keep going, Shinny. That, right. That's just a little little brief to the viewers on why he's gone. No, and when guys are in a position where they can they want to be, you know, they usually perform a little better, so Adam Frazier could be better than what he was. He's been playing on a last place team all year long. And then now he's in multiple years. Yeah. Now he's in a team that's six games up on a wild card position. Third place in the most dangerous division in baseball. The best division as of right now. Yeah. Well, all right, do you want to continue on the pod yeah. stuff? Yeah, let's go. Um, let's let's one more thing before we move on from the Padres, I wanted to bring up that Tatis, fastest player to 50 bombs, 50 stolen bases, by far the fastest Padre. He he did it in, like, what they say, 87 games or something? Or I think it was 87 games, and I can't remember that what it was the next Padre was like 150 or something like that. So awesome to do. Awesome to see. Tony Gwynn wasn't a big home run hitter. So I don't, don't see him being holding that record. And if it was him, that's why he did it so fast. You know, (laughs) I think it was Klesko and Aegon or not Aegon. Um, I can't remember. Aegon's not the steals guy, but I can't remember the, I hope I find the graphic. But um, I want to also talk about the umpires and the Padres as of late. These last two games were by far 
two of the worst umpired games I've seen. And so bad. If that, as a fan, that doesn't make you want Electric Zone just to take out the frustrations of this. And I know it might be hard at first, but this is just so stressful because it seemed like that umpire did that on purpose. It seemed like he got mad at us getting mad and just started making stuff up. His zone was so freaking big. And I don't even know. Padre said they were going to put in a complaint to the league. I hope they did because by far one of the worst umpire games was Saturday night that I've seen in my entire life. No, I mean, so I always talk shit on Padre Twitter, but on Twitter, the umpire's name was trending. Like, that's never a good sign if you're uh, you're an umpire and then your name's trending. Like, this guy was so brutal, and he was brutal back-to-back-to-back-to-back pitches. Like, he was like, oh, it's that's, that's definitely a strike. Like, how can you look back on this game and look at yourself calling that a strike and then look where the, the ball is? Like, you need to do better as an umpire at that point, you know? Like, that, something definitely felt personal about that, what the umpire was doing. And for it to happen to our huge batters, you know, Tatis in that moment, Kim in that moment, um, it just can't happen, you know? And I agree. The umpire felt some type of way because our guys were barking at him the whole day. He got his feelings hurt, um, some 2021 shit, and he just didn't like it. So he just took it out on the wrong team. And we happened to lose by one run weird coincidence you know and baseball is such a game where like every call definitely can impact the game and every pitch you never know what's going to happen you know say one of those pitches called a ball next pitch Tatis is a home run or next pitch Kim hits a home run you know and then it's tie game instead of three two but that's why people get so frustrated over this umpire like literally it's bullshit I think but it nah. needs to be better and I I, don't, I do agree I hope they complain to the umpire association because you there's camera there's footage he was caught in 4k mm-hmm. terrible calls so hopefully you can uh sober and, up behind the plate yeah and if you there were ever a way to fix games it's through umpires and referees and that's through all sports and that just makes you think like our game set up because that umpire had the biggest zone, and he's not going to get in trouble. The Padres are going to play in something to the league. He's probably going to get talked to. He's going to reject it, and it's over with. Like It's not fair to these teams that umpire gets mad because we say something. Yeah. And you well, know. And at a point, like, like I, I get where umpires come from. Like, if you're going to be bad, be bad, consistently bad for both teams. You know, like – it, maybe it happened, but I didn't feel like the Marlins were getting this. We were getting the same calls as the Marlins were getting on the mound, you know? And when it feels like that, it definitely feels like there's some type of way that guy was feeling towards somebody on the Padres, probably Tommy Pham because he threw him out earlier in the game. But something happened, and it was just bullshit. It doesn't need to happen. It was terrible. It literally felt like a Little League umpire, honestly. You know, you get your volunteers out there calling a game. That's what it felt like. All right, moving on from Padres talk. Another big news, more big news in baseball is Cleveland Indians announced earlier this year that they were going to make a change of the name 
couple years ago, they got rid of the Wahoo um, logo, Chief Wahoo, Wahoo, the um, Indian logo, got rid of that. Now they're changing the name, no longer the Indians, Cleveland Guardians. Um, It's going to be different. It's definitely going to be weird. I was a fan of Spiders. Go back to the history of the game. Cleveland Spiders was a thing. I don't know why they didn't do that. Guardians, kind of a cool name, honestly. I don't know. I know they were getting heat for it, but I kind of think that's sick. I don't think that they did the logo right. But I'm I'm interested in the jerseys and the concept. I only think it's sick if they can somehow get a collaboration with Marvel and get Guardians of the Galaxy in there. They can get like Rocket the Raccoon as a mascot or something. That would be sick. But I honestly don't like the Guardians. I wish it, I like the Wolf Pack. <laughs> I just think there's a lot of things you can do with being your wolf pack as your name, you know. So, I th- okay. Let me let me let me Washington throw this out there for you. Wolf pack. I mean, that's kind of happens. Well, let's hope. Let's <laughs> hope. That, that's football, though. That's football. They still have Indian. The Cleveland Indians found their name before Washington did. That's weird to me. Washington football team is going to be. Washington football team again. Dude. Two years in a row. They're not going to announce a name to, for the following season. Might as well keep it at this Blame, it on, blame it on Nike. Blame it on Nike. <laughs> well, um, what if they get the – If they uh, can get Avenger the collab. Collab, yeah. but the only thing that they get is the mascots do the race around the field. That's all you get is a big Iron Man in a Cleveland Guardians jersey running around racing like Washington does with the presidents and like they do with other no, but goofy things. How sick would that be if you're like at the ballpark and all of a sudden Chris Pat Chris Pratt's walking by in his in his costume, his outfit from Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. He got he got Gamora with the green <laughs> Green makeup just walk around. They're like mascots, you know. Like that Petco, they have the the dogs from Petco. Well, at, at Cleveland's Guardian Stadium, they got Galaxy of the Guardians. You know. I mean, it, it, it's a cool, interesting idea that they have things to work in. I watched a TikTok that the reason happen, they though. went Guardians Marvel has more money than them. I mean, true. Low key, <laughs> Indians have one of the worst owners in baseball. That's why. But um, I saw a TikTok. I don't know if this is real or not. Hopefully some fact checker out there is checking me. But they have a bridge in Cleveland, and it has eight Guardian statues, the Guardians of Traffic, and it's, like, monumental. So that's why they went Guardians, and they wanted to keep it kind of same. Indians, Guardians, last five letters are the same. So tell me in the comments what you like. Do you like the Guardians? Would you want it to be the Spiders, the Seamers, the – you know, who knows? The but wolf pack. The wolf pack. <laughs> um, n- more news. Yearman retires. If you were listening to the live, we caught that. That was breaking news that Yearman retired. The very next day, he was back in the lineup. Back in the, at Triple What did he do? What did he do? He sparked his name in the media. That's what he did. And then his back. first game back. Bomb straight away center. Really triple A team. I, I mean, did he? Did you see agent. what? Did you see what Ozzie Guillen said about him? 
No, what did he say? Former White Sox manager. He's like, you're not Albies. You're not Abreu. You're a big, fat piece of crap who eats cheeseburgers all day who got lucky that he got promoted to AAA or to the major leagues because of injuries, and he got hot. He started out hot. I mean, that's honestly, that's some disrespect. Was Ozzy again even good? I mean, In like MLB? I feel like he's known for being a manager. Yeah, that's what I know him as, as a manager. I don't know him as a player. I don't know his stats. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, hey. That happens. That's how some names are born in baseball. Someone gets hurt in any sport. You need to get out of there. Tom Brady, the quarterback, got hurt, Bledsoe, whatever his name was. Tom Brady steps in and wins seven championships now and is the greatest quarterback of all time. Doesn't happen if quarterback gets hurt. Doesn't get hurt, you know? Okay, whatever. But that's all I'm saying is that that's how people are born. And this guy who's batting like 300 in the big leagues, I want him on he another needs team. another organization to get his interests and his love back for the game, you know? I hope you're he just surrounded great. When you're surrounded by the same people for so many years, you know, and, I mean, he might, he might enjoy it, but obviously he didn't enjoy it because he said he wanted to retire. So we'll see what happens. I hope he gets traded. I hope hitting, they trade hitting him. catchers are hard, pretty hard to find. So um, I know defensive wise, maybe he's not the best, but an AL team could want him for a DH, you know, DH catcher. That's pretty solid combo. Yeah, definitely. Who could hit? Yep. I mean, Astros. Nope. You get Buxton. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of other teams that could use him. Nope. I mean, Rays, Red Sox. Not enough capital. <laughs> Not enough capital for your men. Okay. Um, moving on. Brewers beat up the White Sox as they had the duel of the decade of their pitcher matchup. It was like baseball heaven over there in uh, Milwaukee after the Bucks won a championship. That was some fine baseball. I was pissed. I was seeing runs on the board. I was like, where are these runs coming from? What is what is going on? Why are there runs being scored, you know? Oh, but yeah. Brewers handed it to him, honestly. The White Sox pitching looked weak and fraudish against this Brewers lineup. So Yeah, that makes a wake me up think call. the NL yeah. is a lot stronger than the AL this year. Oh, yeah. that's that's And the Brewers pitching is a lot better than – or it, it, it just is for real, you know? Yeah, it's real. Like – it's actually starting to get real. That I mean, I want to pull up some numbers because that that game today was even good. I know the White Sox squeezed out a W off Lance Lynn, but um, before that, Lance, it was Lance Lynn and Woodruff today. Yeah, Brewers six one yesterday, and that was Carlos Rodon. Gave up two and only four innings pitched. They got through him early and then attacked that bullpen. You know, I mean, the Brew Crew, kind of scary. Then they scored seven the first game. Like, Brew Crew. I'm I'm realistically scared if I have to face the Mets or them in a one-game playoff. Thankfully, those two teams are ahead of their divisions right now and will most likely stay there. But just a one game, those two teams are just 
tough. You know, you got DeGrama ones on the other side, and then you get Woodrift. And say it really does come to one game, then, oh, Woodrift, oh, then you go Burns if you have to, you know. You got to, if it's the last game, you know, then and they have all these Darren dudes. Williams and then Hater. I mean, you're shit out of luck at a one game versus that. Team. Yeah, or you can even do Peralta. That guy's gravy too. Yeah, that's that's a scary team, and I'm glad they're they're going to win their division. I would rather face the Dodgers or the Giants, and that's a hundred percent. I don't in a one game yet. In a one game, I I would rather face our own division because I know that the our team lives off those games, off division games. So I right. think that the Padres. I say our team, but the Padres versus our division look better than the, that, that Brewers team. I'm not as scared as the Mets. I know DeGrom, that bullpen is terrible, and they don't win a lot of games that he starts. So I'm not as scared, but Brewers, yeah, definitely shiver me timbers and the way they played us this year. They – they're tough. Us. Yeah, they handed us a couple games. So no Billy McKinley though, so that's fire. Yeah, <laughs> he's on the Dodgers now. Great. Um, you want to talk Giants because I want to talk Giants because they had lost the series to the Pirates. You know that's just perfect because some guy the Padres is just having a trade for Adam Frazier, I think his name is. It's just on the Pirates, so it's good to see him getting wins against some division opponents. You know, he's preparing himself just for some big games. That's, that's music to my ears right there. Yeah, and you know, I wish the Padres were able to capitalize. They weren't. They're not playing the best baseball as of late. 500 the last since the All-Star game, I think. Not great. But on the way up, Giants, I think, are going to start trending a little downward. You know, Pirates beating you up this late in season. That's early season stuff. Those are kinks you got to roll through early. <laughs> you know, that that's ugly to me. I don't, I do not like that. Well, I saw uh, our uh, graphic earlier this week. The Giants had a 7.9% chance of making the playoffs this year. And, um, they're looking pretty close to like 80% now, you know, 90%. So I'm was, we're all waiting for the giants to fall off. We don't know when it's going to happen yet. We're still just kind of treading waters with them. We can't take them serious because I don't know if their team is serious. Honestly, well, they have a bunch of guys who have been producing, but have also been hurt. So their team has been slacking as of late, probably the last three to four weeks. Yeah, not the same. And coming up, they just lost the series to Pittsburgh. They have to face a three-game series versus the Dodgers, three-game series versus Houston, four games versus Arizona, and then three games versus Milwaukee. Good. That's that's a hard that's a hard couple weeks. So that's this a grind, is, you know. And yeah, this is a grind. You have a couple filler games in there, Arizona, but that's deep into the stretch already. So those are going to be grind games. Because yep. you're tired at that point. That's August, mid-August is this is dog days. What we've been talking about. That's that's ugly right there. Yeah, and hopefully we have seen their best baseball be played. That would be best. And I definitely I see that. 
yeah. I see you know, that. Got off to a half a half a year stretch where you were were playing put together great baseball. You know, some guys at the All Star break they can figure it out and they watch film and they see how guys attack. Gosman the other day against the Pirates, terrible six earned runs and he he's had an ERA under two all year. So I don't know, maybe something just clicked with the film and clicked a way that the Giants attack people. Yeah. I would love to see them just fall to pieces, crumble. They, they definitely have a hard schedule coming up. After the Milwaukee, they have Division, Arizona, Colorado, and then they go Mets, A's, Mets, uh, Braves, Brewers, Dodgers, Rockies. Like So they don't play us till the last game? September. Of the- they We play them uh, two different series in September and then one – the last series of the season, first week of October. Gravy. Yeah, so the, the schedule is hard for the Giants. So we're this is gonna be this is gonna be real real good. I think Padres are set up a little bit right here. Go on a run. Yep. Need to. Have to make these moves here, you know? Mm-hmm. Have to get somebody. Another pitcher, somebody. Yep. Talking about guys who are going to be available at the deadline. On the move. Buxton was trying to get a contract done with the Twins. Maybe the final offer that the Twins offered him was seven years, $80 million. That's literally a slap in the face. Pathetic. That's a slap in the face. I'd rather you offer me a two-year. 50 mil. Yeah. That gets done before that. That is terrible for him. To a guy who literally put up with all of your shit, too. Literally got brought up in your organization. Sent and down, brought up. Has been having the best two years, uh, best year of his career. And that's what you offer him. Like, I mean, I don't know where he's going to go. He's pretty talented, pretty special dude. Super fast, plays great defense. And the only thing he had been lacking is the hitting, and he seemed to have been he seemed to figure out the hitting he part clicked. of it. He clicked. Yeah. He clicked that flip. He flipped that switch, is what I was trying to say. I mean, he's been he's been really good over the last couple couple seasons, like you were saying. I'm gonna pull up his stats right now so I could talk a little bit more. Yeah, I I said it earlier. I don't know if you guys heard me, but I think something scary about him would be if the Astros. Went out and made, got a move from him. You know, they just lost George Springer. And I honestly think Buxton's better than George Springer. So that'd be yeah. dirt. I mean, he's batting a 369 this year and is just uh, clicking on all cylinders. I've been hurt for a month at least. Way more than that. He's only played <laughs> but, in 27 games. So this yeah. is the thing about Buxton is the injuries. Staying yeah. in the field and, per, you know, Playing bef- and being there. Yeah, and before he has had those stints of this, 30, 40 games of, holy shit, this guy is fucking good, and then gets hurt, doesn't come back good, struggles, can't get his timing back. But he's definitely an interesting piece for a lot of these teams because he plays outfield any position. He's super fucking fast. He has a great arm. Back comes around, he's going to be a great fit for any team in center field. Yeah, I think someone goes and gets him, honestly. I don't think the Twins are going to let him walk away and get nothing out of him. Yeah, and, I mean, 
on Buxton's end, he's you get traded a new place, you know, you got to show out. So then you get paid, you know, that's if I'm the Mets, that's who I'm looking at. Honestly. Yeah. That's who I'm looking at. You need a center fielder. They throw out Kevin Pilar and I, Kevin Pilar is a stud. Don't get me wrong, but this is a guy you want to make your team better. Byron Buxton. Or even if I'm Astros, like you said. Yeah. Well, Astros Yankees too. Cause they have the, they are going to, pay him but i know they have a lot of money on the roster already right now yeah yeah but they'd have to give up a lot but i don't know the twins are in a terrible position you don't want to be here as an organization ever um so they're sellers you know you don't want to be sellers at any deadline (laughs) speaking of sellers nat um, we talked about this on the live said the next week is going to determine our trade deadline and well it's sunday and they got swept by the orioles one of the worst teams in baseball brutal gm came out and said everyone's available besides soto which i think is a lie because if i'm him there's not a chance in hell i trade trade turner that's all i got to say not for anybody i wouldn't trade trade turner for anyone right now he's solid man he is trade very turner. solid Ravy. <laughs> There's no way I trade Trey Turner for anybody. Yeah, I know he's gravy because he was drafted by the Padres. He was drafted by any team. I'd be skeptical on him. He was drafted by the Padres, so I know he's gravy. I think he was before Preller. That's why he was one of the guys he had traded. Well, I mean, this guy has been in the league seven years. He, his career is a two ninety nine batting average. He just keeps getting better hitting-wise, though. Keeps hitting the ball at a crazy rate. What he's hitting three oh whoa, whoa, whoa. three eighteen right now, something like that, right around there. Yeah, those I say three twenty ish. Playing in ninety three games, that I mean, there's only been like a hundred, so he's had a couple off days. That's it. Last he year was, he was an all star, correct? Yes. Tati's yes, backup. Yes, he was. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, last year, he led the COVID year in hitting and triples. He's fast. I mean, there's no way i trade him. He's just getting into, like, he's 28. He's in one of his prime seasons. 21 stolen bases, 18 homers. He's going to be right around a 30-30 guy. There's no way i trade him. That's oh. Acuna. That, basically, that's having Acuna's year. Before yep. Acuna gets hurt, like that's Just, that's the type of guy this guy, and he brings elite defense to the shortstop. He is a solid defender. Health has been his problem over the course of his career, also. But man, no, like I said earlier about um, the Twins, you don't want to be in this position where you're sellers at the deadline. And the Nats saying that everyone's available besides Soto is literally wild. Like Soto is young still, like. He's not going to want to stick around for no rebuilding years. You know, he's going to want to win now sooner or later. He, yes, he did get a ring, but guys like that want to go back. They want to win more. They're young. They're, it's, it's, if he gets a good relationship with Acuna or Tatis, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes and signs when he's when his contract's up, you know? Yeah, that, it's definitely a possibility. We almost got him a couple of years ago. Preller almost signed him. Yeah, and it's – he didn't he just sign an extension? Um, Soto, I think. 
I saw he did, but anyways, I wonder how that relationship is with the GM and him now because I'm sure they told him, oh yeah, we're gonna be competitors for a while, you know, we're gonna. They compete. thought. That's exactly so. When at the time they, they signed him, Steven Strasburg hasn't been healthy all year, and that's sad to me. I miss Steven Strasburg, hometown boy. He was a stud for them in the playoffs, absolute stud, and haven't seen him really in the last two seasons. Yeah, it's been. I think that's affecting them a lot. Well, and Corbin is brutal this year. He's yeah. dog shit, and He's, they were well, relying I mean, on him was, to be good. He was nothing really. I mean, he was decent for the. When they won when they won a World Series. Though he was money, money out of the pen for them. Yeah, he, yes. he came out of the pen and was money, straight up. I mean, yeah, that's. It also goes back to that that World Series team was a bunch of kind of one contract contract year guys, you know, just put together had a that's great season. Unreal. And, yeah, unreal. Soto kind of got paid off that honestly but he yeah, was gonna get paid became, no matter what he, was he became no Juan Soto what. he became a name though yes but um, also shout out Trent Grisham for allowing the Nats to get there because if it wasn't for him we don't know what could have happened yeah if it wasn't for him fumbling that ball I don't know if he's a Padres center fielder currently yep. shout out Trent no free <laughs> shout out I love that. Um, one last thing, big news is Mookie Betts ten day IL hip inflammation hurting. Brutal. Sucks for the Dodgers who haven't been playing their best baseball, been hurt all year. Um, Bellinger's still been brutal. I, I think he's a big reason why they're not winning games. Big reason why I'm not winning games. That's that is the scariest part of teams like the Dodgers win. You got big name players who go crazy. If they slump at all, your team is just down bad, you know? Like, yes, they try to stack up, try to get as many good players as possible. But, like, at some point, Cody Bellinger was an MVP at some point in his career, you know? That that player's in him. That player's in him. And that's what people remember of Cody Bellinger is his MVP season. So, seeing him struggle, I mean, it's. It's brutal from a baseball standpoint, but as a Padres fan, it's kind of got to root for it. You know, you kind of got to enjoy this down, this down because you definitely enjoy it because what he did to us last year. He, I mean, he just rakes, he rakes against the Padres, yes. robs home runs that are some bullshit. I was like, change the series, him robbing that homer, change the series. Yeah, I don't know. Mookie Dial is brutal because I have him on my fantasy team, so I'm not going to see him and for I, 10 I like days. I know, I know I'm not allowed to like Dodger players, but it's not like I root for him. I just I just like Mookie as a person, as a human. Um, there's some of those guys in baseball that you're allowed to like off-field. Um, I like him as a bowler, not a baseball player anymore. But I think that's all the news there. I got for you. Um, this is Come on, do you got anything to say? Yeah, Roman. All right, well, um, that was Average Shakes Mondays and Wednesdays right now. We're live. Might have a little Mondays. bit of schedule change up here soon. Wednesdays. But right now, Monday and Wednesdays, 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, Cali time. The Bench Sports, baby. The Bench Go sports. download the app and listen to us. 
We're there actively and we're live. You and you get to listen to us ramble about sports live in action. Yeah. And it and things that happen between now and when we go on to uh that live we talk about so Mm-hmm. You things that happen daily we get to update you daily of what we think of yeah, your Padres need- your team your Giants your whatever team whoa. whatever team that you like we talk about if you need your average takes fix there you go the bench sports Mondays Wednesdays 8pm Pacific time check us out what do you say Bob nothing wrong with being average And we outie.